Alright, ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to The Metal Forge with me, Mark Jackson. And tonight, I have Jared Spicer in the studio, along with some of your awesome local, live, Louisville metal bands, so on and so forth. Now let's go up and get started here with some American leaders with Gimme the Gutter.
And the bullet from a gun That's why I don't forget to drink Cause I drink to forget As I make my way The bottles and pain Lipstick and curls Paint and the stain One shot for courage One shot for speed First bullet's hers. Second one's for me. I want Shepard Courage, one Shepard Speed. The first one's hers, and the second one's for me. One Shepard Courage, one Shepard Speed. The first one's hers, and the second one's for me. That was some Call Me Bronco with four shots. Before that, we had artwork for the blind with Long March. And then Gimme the Gutter for American Lesions. How the heck are you, everybody? I'm Mark. Uh, got a slight little rebranding this week. Uh, we changed the name from the Pit of Despair to the Metal Forge because we're going to be pounding out the metal tunes from 7 to 8 p.m. every Thursday night. And like I said earlier in the intro that I've got a a little bit of a different show tonight. I have a local artist in the studio. His name is Jared Spicer. And how you doing, Jared? Not too bad, man. Uh, this is different than uh, anything else I'm kind of used to. It's a different kind of like, uh, you know, venue for me. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Um, so you're a, um, I don't want to say a graphic artist. You do, I know because you do other stuff like pen to paper and as opposed to just computer-based stuff. Um I mean, what's your favorite, like, uh, how do you work? What's your favorite medium? What do you like to do? Uh, digital is definitely my favorite because there's some, like, you know, the possibilities are endless there. Uh, but pen to paper, there's uh, there's just a whole different aspect to that, you know? It's, you know, if you can, if I do logos and stuff, it's uh, typically, like, pen to paper stuff and then right. more malleable and, like, Photoshop for... Uh, like to get like a finished product from that awesome um uh, what is your background in art uh i was basically self-trained for about 10 years before i decided to get like a like professional schooling which was basically i did it for myself you know i wanted like that sense of achievement like yo hey you got a bachelor's degree now, now you can get out do and something. do something yeah with it. do something with it Absolutely. Um, any anywhere notable, possibly that that you went to school or anything? Uh, I went to Ivy Tech for like film and video, which is uh, a different. I have a little bit of a background in like film editing and stuff. Awesome. Uh, but I went to Full Sail, um, for like digital arts and design, uh, which is where I got my bachelor's at. Awesome and. Uh, Full sale out of Florida? Yeah, Winter Park, Florida. Awesome. That's that's actually, uh, you know, uh, a pretty big school and everything. I yeah. Know. Um, you know, the wrestling fans know Full sale yep. because of NXT and yep. stuff like yep. that. So, um, 
as an artist, um, you know, what, what type of art do you most identify with? Um, like heavy metal album covers, man. That's one, that was one of the first things that kind of got me into that. I remember seeing an Iron Maiden album at Walmart, of all places, when I was real young. Nice. And I was like, yeah, let's check this out. So what album, what, my, what Maiden album was it? Do you remember? No. Man, I was probably like 10. Oh, wow. So, so the, the heavy album covers and so on and so forth, that's what you've been, you know what you've been into. Yeah, a lot of old like uh movie posters too. Are really... uh, any any examples? Uh Like a lot of stuff from the 80s. I'm a real big like uh 80s movie buff, stuff like that. Right, like uh possibly like Phenomena, uh yeah, Nightmare um, on Elm Street. Yes. Um Reanimator which we were talking about earlier, of Absolutely. course. Absolutely. Um, Love it. Love it. There's a couple different uh variations of the thing which is Oh, it's awesome. Yeah. You know, back on uh, Reanimator for, for a second, um, which was really cool because here recently I noticed that it was on Netflix. Yes. And I was like, wow, this is really cool. <laughs> uh, I was talking with somebody and, and and she was like, what is that? I was like, you should watch it. <laughs> Reanimator is, is such a good movie, man. Absolutely is. Um, do you pursue any type of theme in your art? Uh, not really. Um. Just kind of go for it. Just kind of go. Yeah. So there's no, no overall motive motif or anything. Like everything has to be zombies or everything has to be uh, gore. No, or... I try to gore. Yeah, I try <laughs> to keep it metal, dude. Mostly. Um, but like, if it's a logo, there's only so much you can. There's only so much gore you right. can put into that. Right, right. Um, that's just like Kristoff's uh, Spagel. A lot of his logos look the same, and you yeah. know that Steve Crow, for example, does has a lot enough. of like brutal death metal stuff. A lot right. of his stuff, you can look at him like that's that's his. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. So you've done some artwork for some local bands, uh, Overload being one of them. Yes, um, you've done some flyers for a, when I used to promote shows out at Phoenix Hill. You done all, all of my flyers for those shows for all the Fatal Fridays and oh yeah and. Uh, the evil Saturday show. I can't remember <laughs> what we even called it, but I know it had to had to go with something crazy. Like I don't know if I have any of those saved on my computer. To be well, honest. I know I do. So <laughs> after the show, I'll post some of the some of the artwork that you put. up. I did a creep show one. I remember that. Yes, you did. Uh, there was the the one that you did at Diamonds for yeah. us. That was the old uh, like Sacred Tales Sorrow. of Horror. And Ohm, I think, was the two other bands yes. playing on that. And it was like the uh the old Tales of Horror comic. Yes. And it was awesome. I still I have some that. of those in my car actually. Do you really? Yeah. <laughs> cool. We'll have to we'll have to leave one here at the studio for right. it. Um one I remember, you know, we actually did prints of those. And yeah, people I remember were buying the prints and it was awesome. Um so what it you know, you you do have some favorite local bands, I'm assuming, right? Yeah, you know, um, outside of like death metal kind of stuff, I don't really know a whole lot. There is um, nothing else, is that nah, right? Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. If it's not metal, it's not music. Now, I don't want right. to sound like an elitist. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what we're here for: is to pound out the metal tunes. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. You know, metal, rock, punk, whatever it may be. Uh, that's what we're about here. Um, so with with any art or anything, do you have to 
let me get, let me you know because I'm I'm coming at this from like a musician, and with art to me my you know overload being that and me writing personally yeah. for any of the things that any of the projects that I've done over the years, it's got to be rooted in something that is that I feel strongly about. Yeah. You know, like the song "Abandoned Forbidden." Uh, to take a take a little thing out of the stuff from Rifle last week, it's a song about a girl, you know, <laughs> um, or a song about drinking. Does your art typically do that as well? Do you? Uh, as far as like, if you're getting at like inspiration on the drive over here, man, I was seeing inspiration in everything, graffiti, uh, other logos, everything, neon signs. Awesome. Um, when you when you're like as at a Looking at the world as a musician standpoint, artistically, right. it's totally different to look at it as like a like graphic artist or like an illustrator because you totally see things way different. Absolutely. Um, one of the things that I picked up over the last few years, and um, I think we had spoke about this before, um, was I've started to pick up stuff like The Joy of Painting by Bob yeah. Ross. Which is also on Netflix, or it was, because yes, I started watching it, it too. is. Uh, he actually has a Twitch channel, which is pretty cool. <laughs> and they do, like, a marathon of all his shows, and then they cut it off for, like, a couple months, and then they do it again. But it's pretty cool because when I started doing the oil painting with with that, it was like I could see the leaves as brush strokes. And it, it is a completely different aspect of of art, seeing it. In a, in a visual aspect as opposed to an auditory aspect from being a musician. Yeah. Actually, I haven't done a lot of painting stuff. The last thing I painted, and it was like a digital painting at that, was a portrait of Gene Simmons for my dad whenever he lived down in Richmond. Oh, wow. Yeah, that was for I did that for him for Christmas, and he loved it. I was like, mm. But it's, I mean, but who, it's Gene. Who wouldn't yeah. love Oh, it, yeah, you know? dude. Uh, shoot. I mean, they're awesome. Um, so... With art, let's see. Let me let me come up with another. Um, what do you dislike about your artwork? Mine? Yes. I don't know when to stop. <laughs> like, I mean, if I'm working on something, like, I, I just I just keep going and going and going and going yeah. until like it's it's never finished. I have to. I don't know when to be like, okay, this is done, and I have to move on to the next piece. Uh, I do a lot of, uh, like, personal pieces that nobody ever really gets to see. And I'll get all the way to the end, and I'll finish it, and then I'll just close it, and I'll save it. Because, like, I just, well, I was like, man, this is cool, but then it's, like, time to move on to something else because I'm tired of looking at this. Right. So not being able to stop is when you... Like, not knowing when to say this a composition is, is finished, and then move on to something else i i can relate to that 100 percent because you know when is a song done when is an album done and i had to personally in, in with music i had to say okay once it's recorded it's finished yeah don't as go, an artist you're your biggest critic anyway absolutely um is that what okay so that was yours are there any what what do you see against you know I know art is subjective, as always, but, it, like, do you have a, 
a specific thing for other artists that it's like, man, that's a little bit too far. Or I don't like that style or. Uh, I'm pretty open minded about anything really. Uh, artists that like pigeonhole themselves and right. don't like test themselves in other aspects of what they can do. They're comfortable in the box. Yeah. Being comfortable. You never want to be comfortable in anything you do, not necessarily in art, but just really anything like when you're comfortable, that's whenever you need to push yourself. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. And I agree a hundred percent with that. Um, so you, you said a minute ago that your biggest art influence was heavy metal album covers and yeah. stuff when you were a kid. So did any kind of classical artwork, you know, from any kind of like old masters, uh, has any of that affected your art? Not really, man. It's been a lot of like modern stuff. Right. Um, no Michelangelo or no. art history was like one of the I like I hated taking that when like whenever I was going through college, art history well, I was just like let's do this and let's get on to the fun stuff. Like, let me get my tablet so I can draw stuff and you know let's move on. Right. So taking that and say yeah, here this here this is that's good that it's there and that it's been done, but. I'm ready to do this. Yeah. I'm ready to take this and move forward with it. That's awesome. That that's that's a good that's a good outlook to have on it because, you know, as as people were ever evolving and moving forward. So, uh, so you, we were talking earlier. I want to play a song because this one is uh one of your favorite bands you said. Yeah. Uh and it's from uh Cryptochem. Yes. And this is Nazgul.
My name is Derek Wade Manley, and I would like for you to tune in every Tuesday and Thursday from 4 to 6 for WCHQ's Afternoon Drive. That's right. While you're driving home, we'll give you the traffic, the time, the temperature, and as always, the best music from Louisville and surrounding areas. I'll see you then. It's 31 degrees. It's 731. Time for the WCHQ Concert View, a service of WCHQ 100.9 FM and Leo Weekly, Louisville's eccentric observer since 1990. Pick up your free copy at any of Leo's 500 distribution points to read smart and irreverent news, commentary, music, and arts coverage. All right, this is your WCHQ Concert View for Thursday, January 10th. I'm Ed. Let's take a look at what's chicken and bacon in the Louisville area this evening. All right, starting up here in St. Matthews, Jossie Lauren is performing tonight over at Gersel's Place. Scott T. Smith is over at Goodwood Brewing tonight starting at 8 o'clock. Kenneth Brown, Donovan Trell, Blake and Cutthroat are over at Nirvana Louisville tonight starting at 7 o'clock. Caressa KJ is over at Mr. G's starting late tonight at 10 o'clock. Joey Constantine is at Merle's Whiskey Kitchen starting tonight at 8 o'clock. Thirst is over at the Mag Bar starting tonight at 8 o'clock. Chris Cassie is also live at the Hitching Post in the night starting at 8 o'clock. Unhooked is over at O'Shea's Irish Pub in the Highlands tonight starting at 10 o'clock. The Louisville Hot Club is at the Hell or High Water Bar tonight starting at 8 o'clock. It is Piano Night with Mike Hood over at Jimmy Can't Dance and that starts tonight at 9 o'clock. Mo Fit and Cha-Cha and Frank Gusto are over at Cole's Place tonight starting at 11 o'clock. Nanette is over at the Limbo tonight starting at 10 o'clock. Me and you are over at Derby City Pizza Company starting tonight at 6 o'clock. And Zach Longoria and Gina C are live at Levy at the Riverhouse tonight starting at 7 o'clock. This has been your WCHQ Contribute. If you've got a gig like to let us know about, head over to WCHQFM.com and hit the icon at the top of the screen that says, List Your Gig. All right, everybody. Thanks for uh, tuning in again. I am Mark, and this is the Metal Forge. And tonight we have Jared Spicer in the studio asking some questions, just uh, having an all-around good time playing some yeah. music. Uh, welcome back again, Jared. Yeah, thanks for having me again, man. This is uh, This is fun. Absolutely. You know, and you all, you know, you can always check us out here on 100.9 WCHQ FM. Uh, You can check us out on the Facebook page for Facebook Live, WCHQ FM on there. You can 
good at WCHQFM.com and all of that stuff. And, you know, thanks to Derek for the afternoon drive promo. And later on, we've got Zach with uh, Burning the Midnight Oil from 10 to Midnight. Um, okay, so... You know, we had a pretty productive first half of the show with uh, some some questions, some songs. Um, as an artist, uh, this one's going to be a deep one. Uh, so you know, oh, deep cut. Yeah, All right. this is a deep cut here. Um, as an artist, you know, what's your scariest experience? Uh... Not hitting the save button. No. Yeah. There, I've had a lot of times where like um, Photoshop will close and it'll open up and be like, oh, we didn't save any of your progress. Uh, yeah. Have fun. Wow. Redo it all, bud. Wow. So uh, I've I've had that happen is, you know, being like in high school with Word documents and stuff like that. Oh, another something else that happens is like on my, I had an old like Dell laptop that I used to use like before I went to Mac. And uh, nice, if I nice if, move, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so before I would like, I would leave. I would just leave Photoshop open, and I noticed that if I would leave it open, it would be all glitchy, just like my artboard would be real glitchy looking. Like all the colors would be messed up, and oh wow, think yeah, lines would be messed up, and it would be like that. Like I couldn't revert to a save or nothing. Wow, and it would just keep it that way no matter what yeah uh was it like from like image being burned into the screen and stuff no it was i think it like once it's open it it just glitched out i really never found out the reasoning behind that wow that's that's crazy stuff um so if that's your scariest experience as an artist what is the most scariest experience you've had to fuel your art um not necessarily scary but like you know my dad passed away in 2015 and i kind of took some time off from that uh it was about a year after i graduated college too wow um so just just getting out there and then uh and then having something traumatic yeah and so if people out there were to say you know, after we post everything and just leaving listening to you, where would they where would they be able to get a hold of you at? Um, Facebook, uh, J Rad Spicer, uh, Instagram, Among Flies, or uh, like email, Among Flies at Full Sail F U L L S A I L dot edu. Awesome. So they can contact you there for any kind yeah. of commission work, any kind of logo work, which you do amazing jobs on and everything. Um, In in your art that you do, can you pinpoint like a specific real life instance that happened that has fueled your art? Um, I know I know you could you see specific instances of my inspiration. Yes, um, something you know like not necessarily. I try to separate real life from art. Not not to say art isn't real life, but. Well, as they say, it's what is an it? imitation. Art imitates yeah, life. Yeah, there you go. Um, I try to keep it as separate as I can, but that's not to say that I don't put emotion into my artwork. Right. I absolutely do. Oh, um, absolutely. I know from the stuff that you've done, the shirts that you've done yeah. for me, um, and Overload, that you do put a lot of emotion into it because you're like 
I keep wanting, you've told me before, it's like, I, I want to do this, but I've got to get to that point. <laughs> yeah. You've told me that a couple of times. Um, yeah, like, well, a specific example there was, um, there was one, like, I, it was when I was doing the CD t-shirt, like, bundle for you guys. Um, Which one was this? The uh, uh, the Unvanquished? No, that was that, the, I that love was cool, that though. shirt, the Sriracha. Oh, that was I, fun. You know, so many people ask about that shirt still really they're like that was what like two years ago it was 2015 it was oh, almost four yeah. years that ago was, okay that was, <laughs> yeah, i'm getting old man um uh, no it was uh it was one that had atlas on it ah oh, man uh, i can't even strong think. survive that's it that's it i was laying in bed and you were like we need a t-shirt for this too so like doing the way I do my artwork, I have to have a mouse. Like whenever it's Photoshop time, it's you got to get your mouse out. Right. And I, I took the artwork into a new thing and just wiped it all out. And I was like, "This is a T-shirt now. We're gonna put the Overload logo on it." And I did it all from the like my bed with the trackpad on my on my laptop. Oh wow! So I I never knew that. I, that. Yeah, that was kind of nervous. Like I was kind of I was like, "Well, you need this done like tomorrow," but. <laughs> I'm not getting out of bed, so <laughs> that's awesome. Uh do you have a food or drink that inspires you? Um not necessarily inspiration, but I always use I always have to have like a monster and a bourbon. <laughs> <laughs> rum and coke, uh, uh Crown Crown Royal and Vanilla Coke. Oh is, um, that, is that good? I've never had that mixture. Oh uh, yeah. Crown, <laughs> Crown and vanilla coke. Yeah, dude. I might have to try that. So nothing like that that inspires you or anything? Um, Not like food or drink necessarily, but I mean, like I was saying earlier, you can get inspiration from anything. It just has to, you know, it has to strike the stone, so to speak, I guess. Right. Okay. Um, what do you dislike about the art world? Uh, some people are like pretentious. And some people think they're more than what they are. Um, like, I just said, like, you know, reach me on Instagram, but there's a lot of people that think just because they use Instagram filters that they're a photographer. Like, there was people I went to high school with that was doing that, and it just, I really wanted to be like, yo, hey, dial it down a little bit, because you're using a bunch of, like, pre, pre-made presets, basically. Right. and. I, they're they're doing the stuff on the on the phone. Yeah, basically, click click done. When something that if I was to manually do it, it would take an hour. Right. Um. So do you do you get into photography as stuff as much as your your graphic art? No, not. I mean, I I did a little bit in college. You know, Stephanie did the more of the photography stuff than I did, and I would always like help her with that. I um I. Can do a lot of like photo retouching and stuff. Right. I I took a photo that had been completely ripped in half and was able to like seamlessly reattach it. It was like an old photo for somebody's grandma, and I was I was able to like basically piece it together. Wow, um, that's 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 pretty cool. That's you know that's that's a that's a good thing to have to be able to do to to get get rid of the rip seam and everything, and that you know how to do that digitally. As well. So. Yeah, a lot of it, like, I mean, I said I went to college, but basically a lot of my training was just to be like, all right, let's, you know, summer, you know, in high school, Googling Photoshop tutorials and see what we can do. 
Right. Um, the first thing I ever did was clone myself in a Photoshop. You did? <laughs> yeah, like I, I, I took two pictures and then spliced them, and then it looked like I was there was two of me in the picture. That was the very first like oh, wow. digital piece of art that I ever did. Nice. So, you know, we're talking about the art world and everything. Do you think art should be funded? Like art schools? Artists. You think artists, um, to be an artist, you it's like a an actual job. Nah. I mean, a lot of people uh, tend to have to relocate. Like, I'm experiencing that myself. Like, after I finished school, uh, drowning in, like, student loan debt. And it's hard to find an area... Uh, a job in the area, like at an ad agency, for example, because in the design world, it's so competitive. Right. And, you know, you have to have something at least on your resume or in your portfolio that separates you from the guy over there, you know. Absolutely. And I can see that. with, And that's how it is in the music business, too. You know, you have to be something different than somebody else. And I think the only difference between art... Uh, as visual art versus, you know, music and stuff like that is there's no real genre classification. There, there can be as if like oil versus yeah, I would watercolor. if there was genres to art, I would say that that would be yeah, it. absolutely. Uh, but nothing like, you know, nothing like a neoclassical piece. Ah, uh, no, I mean, there's there's a lot of like tattoo artists, for example. Uh, that do like prints of their work, like that do like actual just prints. Uh, like, and there the is like tattoo artists do that, yeah, like like flash prints and yep. stuff. Yep, absolutely. A lot of the guys that I get tattooed by do that. Really? Yep. Interesting. I guess so. If you don't, if you if you have a thing about getting a tattoo uh, or anything like that, you can always get it and put it on the wall. Uh, I don't know if I would frame any of my tattoos on the wall, though. You have a lot, so <laughs> uh, I've got a few. I want to get more, but. You know, so what research do you do for a piece, typically? Um, do you just go flying into it? You know, because you talked about the thing with Atlas earlier. Did you actually look at statues? Yes, I Do did. you do research yep. like that? Yeah, the the Atlas for uh, for that album cover was actually like a couple different ones. Right, and then uh, like I wanted to pick the right pose to go with like the reference of the trees I had to go for like the forest and everything. So right, the uh, yeah, because the trees were all were dead and everything. yeah. It, it, well, well, that was like, uh, it was a mix of like compositing and illustration together. Nice. Um, which I don't do a whole lot of illustration anymore because it's just for me it's so time consuming and it's a lot of work for like slow payoff. Right, and you. Because Lord knows I've came to you many times and said, hey, man, can you do this for me? Yeah, the, and, the thing and, I'm working on now, I'm having a lot of fun with that. That's super fun. What are you working on now? Uh, the the Ramones inspired oh, t-shirt. Oh, my. Yeah, 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 yeah it's for you, man. <laughs> for me. And it's, and it's going to be one of those things. Saying, yeah. Hey, man, can you do this? <laughs> uh, I, I completely forgot about that. 
and you showed it to me earlier yeah. in, in the green room, which is even better. Driving to work this morning, I was like, I didn't have that done, and I feel so bad. Oh, no, no. There's no rush at all for it or anything like that. So if anybody's listening, that means that there's going to be a new Overload t-shirt <laughs> coming out soon. Uh, spoiler alert. My bad. Spoiler man. alert. <laughs> um, no problems at all. Um, so here's another one of your favorite local bands you told me earlier, uh, the Stonecutters. Yeah. Brian Omer and the guys in yep. the band. Uh, here, I'm going to play a song now. It's called uh, Sound of Trumpets.
right, and that was Atomic Thrill Ride with Wings of Madness. Before that, we had Sound the Trumpets by the Stonecutters. Um, <laughs> again, we're here with Jared Spicer, local artist. Yes. Again, sir, how can the people get a hold of you? Uh, Facebook at uh, Jrad Spicer, Instagram at Among Flies, uh, email at uh, Among Flies at FullSail.edu, F-U-L-L-S-A-I-L. And here we are coming to the cl- uh, close of the hour. Uh, do you have any shout-outs for anybody? I do have some shout-outs, man. Stephanie, of course. Uh, I'm glad you're watching. And uh, my boys Nick, Jace, Frank, and Brad from uh, Fireteam Alpha. Uh, is that a... Uh, is that a? That's our Destiny group, man. Uh, playing Destiny together. <laughs> they be playing the games. As soon as uh, I get home. <laughs> uh, the the last the last thing I think I played was Punch Out on the uh, 3DS, and that was like two years ago. <laughs> but it's still such a good game. Uh, I'm going to shout out to Dale Wasson Jr., who did the Metal Forge logo for me. Super uh, sick, by the way. Um, between you and him, you've pretty much been like all of Overload's artwork for the last uh, 12 years. Um, thank you all. You know, thank you everybody for listening. Uh, we're going to be getting out of here in just a few minutes. Before we do, I want to play some Decline Effect. And I actually saw this band a couple of weeks ago. I bought their album on a whim. And it was because I knew it was former members of King Horse, which local legend band. Um, and I thought it was awesome, you know. And the uh, the cover of the album is like a pig and a ladder match. Uh, it's it's really cool. Um, I'll post a picture of it later. Yeah, I want to see this. Um, but thank you all for listening. Next week, we've got Dave from Gubby Records coming in the studio to uh, chat about that place and some of the people that they've helped out with in the music industry in Louisville with Satellite Twin, uh, New Bravado, and so on and so forth. So here we go, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you all for listening. I'm Mark. This is Jared Spicer. Nice. Good, uh, tune in later for the uh, Midnight Oil with Zach. And here is Decline Effect.
You're listening to WCHQLP, Louisville, Kentucky, 100.9 FM. All local, all community, all the time. It's 30 degrees. It's 802. Up next, Lou Jetton and 61 South. 